A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Blue Murder Club. My name is Carrie and I'm your host and I'm joined this evening by my fellow host and very good friend. Lauren, hey, hey, how are you? Hey, hey, Lauren, I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, very good. I'm buzzing. We haven't recorded for a couple of weeks. No, we've had a lovely bit of a break. Yeah, we, we've just been like... Well, we went to Vicky's, didn't we, for the yes. weekend? And then you work every other weekend, mm-hmm. don't you? And we've then, been um, canvassing. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been out flying, haven't we? <laughs> it was so much fun going around the estate with our yeah. little blue murder club leaflets. Yeah, it was popping them through doors. So, yeah, watch give, out! Give Might be them. coming to a door door near you soon. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny yesterday. We did oh. some, didn't we? And it was bloody cold, wasn't it? Because we yeah. were beginning of March, and it's a proper cold spell. And we was wandering around, weren't we, doing them? And, and someone like you handed you handed one mm-hmm. instead of putting it for the door. You handed it to somebody, didn't yeah. you? And then we was giggling because in the picture we were so glamorous. And yesterday <laughs> we were just like <laughs> no makeup, homeless shaker jeans. Again. Yeah. yeah, it was like this is what we look like with makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Take a look. I promise this is actually us oh, in that picture. Darn. Yeah, but and us getting lost like. We could not do a maze if we tried, I don't think. Well, in the end, we did treat the estate like it was a maze, didn't we? Yeah. We was like, right, keep the fence on your left and never veer from it. Yeah. Because and that did work because last week we got lost, didn't we? Because we didn't do <laughs> So that. bad. I think my ass ended up with about five flyers. <laughs> it did. How's <laughs> that, motherfucker? But, you know, I suppose we're like fledgling leafleters <laughs> as well as fledgling podcasters, Lauren. Listen... I'm a jack of all trades, master of none, and I'm sticking to it. And Rome wasn't built in a day. No, it wasn't. We're having a go. Yeah, fuck it. You can't knock us for trying. No. We are triers. Yeah, God loves a trier. Exactly. So, today's episode brings us up to series seven of American Horror Story, which yep. is called Cult. Cult, yes. I must admit, I haven't watched Cult. You have you watched much. it? Yeah, you ain't me. Oh, yeah, because I have to watch it, yeah. don't I? But you haven't missed much with Cult. Um, it weren't on my radar because I was watching them religiously and mm. then I, I just didn't even realise they'd put a series out. So, I don't know, perhaps I got myself a life during that point. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite political. It's quite, it just, it's one of the weakest seasons, I would say. Yeah. And I love, a, yeah, I love a bit of American Horror Story, but it was quite a weak one. Yeah, not one to write home about. No, mm. no, I, I, there's nothing I can really pinpoint to say to you. Mm. All this bit, that bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fair so, enough. yeah. I've, others stick with me, like Globe, but this yeah, one, just not, like nothing. Not so much. No. Nah. Because the thing is, we've only done it, so we've only 
done this format so we've got a bit of structure. Yes. Because in our lives, we like to have a theme, don't we, Lauren? We're that eager and we're just that kind of girl. We, we need themes. Everything needs a theme. Yeah. So if there's a party, there's a theme. Yep. If we're going out for the day, there's a theme. Yep. Like if we go to Pride, obviously we've got all our Pride stuff. Yeah. New Year's Eve is like Hogmanay, for instance. and We need a theme. We have to have a theme. Because mm-hmm, we're extra. Even like when Vicky has a Halloween party, it's not just a Halloween dressing up party. No. There's got to be a specific a theme. theme. Yeah. <laughs> so this is our theme, American Horror yep. Story. And it matters not whether you've seen it or not. No. And to be fair, I've really liked this thing the whole way through. It's gave us that structure yeah. I crave desperately. It is good. But for me, I found it a little bit too restrictive with that every single crime we're covering. Mm-hmm. Apart from John Merrick, Joseph mm-hmm. Merrick, sorry, mm-hmm. is American. Because ah, I, I like, true. obviously, we've got quite a lot of listeners in Australia and yeah. other parts of the world. And um, and I do like looking into that. But I think that we've already got a theme lined yeah, up. We've got, we've got a theme. Don't worry, babe. Coming <laughs> your way soon. Yes, there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You should be on adverts. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> Got a face for radio, a voice for fucking I don't it silent movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh don't oh my god, that really tickled me. That's so funny. <laughs> so here we go, cults. <clears throat> so basically we just picked a cult, didn't we? Yeah. You'd heard of the Heaven's Gate cult. Yep. I'd never heard of them before, but you you'd heard of them because like the the trainers and there was a couple of bits and pieces, yeah. weren't there? So the apple we, sauce, yeah. Yeah, we decided to pick uh the yeah, to pick the Heaven's Gate cult. Mm-hmm. And the two leaders of the cult, there was a a man, a man and a woman, wasn't yeah. there? There was Bonnie Net Bonnie Lou Nettles and Marshall, Marshall Applewhite. Applewhite. Right, before we start, how the fuck we I think we chose the driest of the cults. Well, there's no sex, there's no drugs. <laughs> it's the boringest cult in the world. It's dry January cult. For 20 years. For 20 years. Maybe more. Yeah, it's mad. Why did we pick the dry one? <laughs> usually, <gasps> at least, uh, there's probably not that many pros to being in a cult, but you can usually guarantee a lot of drugs and sex. Yeah, but not this none. one. Nope. You're not even allowed to wear makeup. No, fuck me. Yeah, because you've got to remain gender fluid, haven't you? Gender, yeah, genderless. Yeah, completely, completely genderless. Yeah. So, yeah, you can't wear anything. Nice, you can't, mm. you definitely can't have sex with each other. That is a no. big no no. There's a lot of shame <laughs> attached to that. I'm we'll thinking get, we'll of Cersei Lannister ringing the bell. Shame, shame. <laughs> well, yeah, she had her hair cut really yeah. short, didn't she? And mm-hmm. During that point, yeah, of the, of the show, yeah, that walk of shame. Hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, I've got, um, yeah, like you say, it's the most boring cult I've ever read mm-hmm. about. It's just like it's got no. I don't know why anyone ever joined no. it. I think if I thought, oh, do you know what? I fancy packing up and joining a cult. I'd do a bit of research and I'd pick one where I was allowed to get drunk and have sex yeah. and take a load of drugs. Yeah. At Fuck least yeah. do that. Like hitchhike yeah. and all the fun, cool stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one, hmm, I don't think it would really appeal to me. No. And then he looks like he should be on the crystal maze. Mm, I like the crystal maze. See, see that? He looks a bit like Richard O'Brien, but he just gives me that. Have you seen the video at the end? He has got that, I don't know, I think a lot of them have that evangelical look about yeah. them, don't they? They've mm. got that light in their eyes where mm-hmm. they've, they've got that righteousness. Yes. And it, it does yeah. come through on his videos and his mm-hmm. photographs. You can see 
they some people said he was charismatic, old Applewhite, didn't they? Yeah. But how can you take someone seriously who's called Marshall Applewhite? Applewhite? I know. It's, even that, was, when I first started looking into this, I was thinking, what is that name they keep saying? First of all, they kept referring to him as Marshall, which just threw me because I thought, who the fuck is called Marshall? Apart then, from the one out of, um, oh, Eminem is called Marshall. Perhaps mm-hmm. it's more popular in America because yeah. in my life I've never met a Marshall. No, I've never met a Marshall. But yeah, you're right, Eminem is Marshall and there's Marshall out of The Walking Dead. Yes. So, um, who I did dress up as one you year did. the theme was The Walking Dead. You did, half a leg and everything. I had half a leg and a beard and everything. Yeah. I put a picture up. You rocked it. Thanks very much. Um, yeah, so I was thinking, oh, fucking hell, why would you find someone called Marshall? But yeah, I'll get it. It's probably more commonplace in the States. And then Apple White, really. Apple, it's like a kind of a paint, isn't it? Mm. Do you like Apple White? Yeah, it's just not a great look, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's called Bonnie Lou Nettles. I know, Nettles. What the I fuck know. is with the names? I don't know. It's Still, weird. they do stick in the mind. Yes, they do. And um, it was, anyway... We'll get to it. But it was her married name anyway. Ah. So I looked into Bonnie Lou Nettles and her background and her early life before she uh-huh. became the leader of the cult. <laughs> Did you put that on your resume? Occupation, cult leader. Yeah, I think so. To stand out. I'm <laughs> going to try it next time. I'll let you two. know. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? Give it a try. Yeah. So I thought, first of all, I'm going to look at what is the definition of a cult. Mm-hmm. So this is what it actually says on the on the old interweb, uh-huh. a relatively small group of people having religious beliefs or practices regarded by others as strange or as imposing excessive control over members. Mm. So that's the definition of a cult. And I asked myself a couple of questions on the back of that. So wondering, was it even a cult or was it just an extreme offshoot of Christianity? Because when we get to it, you're going to see Quite strong comparisons to yeah. the rules that were in, imposed on the members of Heaven's Gate as to the rules that were imposed on people that take to the cloth, like the priests and the nuns mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the Catholic faith. And I was thinking again, right, that's the definition of a cult. That doesn't, in my mind, I don't think that's the definition of a cult. I'm going to disagree with the internet. I think the definition of a cult is where you sell all your stuff Take Leave your drugs, family. Have a lot of sex. <laughs> Hitchhike. Not this cult, babe. You'll be thoroughly disappointed if you join yeah, Heaven's Gate. I think it's yeah. I think it is where you literally you just ditch everybody in your life. Yeah. And you fuck off and go and live with the cult. Yeah. So if you joined a club or you joined a church, mm-hmm. you wouldn't go and live there. No. That wouldn't be your job. That wouldn't be your house. Mm. And you wouldn't give it all your money. No. <laughs> and you wouldn't ever talk to your family again. I yeah. think that's the definition of a cult. Yeah. Is forsaking everything in their life up until that point and just fucking off with a load of strangers. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, like minded strangers. Yeah. So I think that's the definition of a cult in my mind. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. That does make sense. More so, yeah. Because you don't get people who live in a cult that also live in their house. No. They don't like say, oh, I'm off out to the cult, love. I'll see you in a couple of hours. Yeah. <laughs> No. They stay there. Yeah, that's true. For all years, yeah. usually. So bring up families there, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah they, the they just yeah. they, they form a community. Yeah, like they then they completely turn their back on their previous yeah. community, even if that includes children, husbands, yeah, parents, Madness. you name it. Because there are some cults, like more sort of like 
controlling ones mm-hmm. where they won't even let let the people talk to their mums and dads or write them letters or even say they're all right they're just not allowed no. so you do get like instances where families will hire private detectives to try and track their child wow. down and try and like basically kidnap them make them mm-hmm. come home because they're so brainwashed they don't want yeah. to um a bit like that r kelly thing did you see that no i didn't see it there was a documentary about R. Kelly and he done things like that. He would get like probably a young impressionable woman, not saying that R. Kelly had a cult, yeah. but kind of brainwashed her to the point where she'd leave her family and they they wouldn't have any contact mm-hmm. with her at all because he was that controlling. So like the guy on the Tiger King when he used to say, you can come play with all my cubs. I haven't seen the Tiger King. Ah, you're missing a trick. No, I can't watch Animal Cruelty. I it's literally... not that bad. It looked bad in the advert. I just couldn't even watch no. the advert. It's horrible. I can't stand it. Well, you're missing a trick because there's a guy on there and he gets you in. He gives you a boob job and lets you play with all these tiny little tigers. Yeah. You live with him, become one of his girlfriend's wives. Yeah, it's yeah. like a cult. Why would you want to... Oh, I don't know. I don't see that... Oh, I couldn't deal with having a wild animal <coughs> as a pet. I want many wild animals as pets. That would turn me off completely. It wouldn't be an enticement. <laughs> the free boobs would. Not saying any, you know. Yeah. I'm human. I wouldn't mind bigger boobs. Yeah. Just saying. So, let's get to the cult. Bonnie Lou Nettles, the female member of the cult. Mm-hmm. She was born Bonnie Lou Truesdale on the 29th of August, 1927. 29th of August, I might have said before, is Michael Jackson's birthday. Hee hee. It's the same as my daughter's birthday, so I know oh. that. Yeah. And you're like, hee hee. <laughs> did you purposely have your daughter on Michael Jackson's birthday? You fucking did, didn't you? She, she came st- awake early. I was squeezing uh, her out. <laughs> you will be born on Michael's birthday. <laughs> yeah, the same star sign as MJ. Wow. Uh, she was born in Houston, in Texas, mm-hmm. to a family of Baptists. Um, I didn't really know what Baptist meant, so I looked it up. It's the largest Christian grouping is in the southern states of America. Mm-hmm. So like, I think the largest amount of Baptists in the states are in the southern states. So I think it's quite popular down in that mm-hmm. neck of the woods. Um, the Baptists believe they uh, were descended from the Puritans in the 16th century. Right. So like, obviously when they were come over from England to the mm-hmm. Mayflower, they, they've descended from them. So it mm-hmm. sounds like they're quite strict, pretty mm-hmm. devout kind of um, religion. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are a Baptist, you be you they fully immerse you. So you know in our uh, yeah. like Church of England, you just get christened, you get a little yeah. cross on your forehead. The Baptist, you have to be fully immersed, completely. Yeah, and they take Holy Communion. Um, as she grew up, she kind of like when she became an adult, she sort of turned her back on it. She wasn't really that into religion. By all accounts, she only used to go to church and Sunday school just to mm-hmm. see her friends. She wasn't one of these hook, line, and sinker kind of people. Yeah. She just did it because everyone done it and then when she was old enough to make her own decisions she didn't bother with it anymore um she trained as a nurse and she graduated from the herman hospital of professional nursing in 1940 she uh, met and married a man called joseph seagal nettles Mm -hmm. i mean these names seagal like steven Steven. yeah Yeah. in uh, 1949 and just sounds like normal family she was a nurse Mm -hmm. Um, i think he was a businessman they end up having four children together um, the thing is, with um, with Bonnie Lou, she was always interested in the occult, in like sort of the alternatives. Mm-hmm. So the occult, astrology, mediumship and UFOs. Mm-hmm. Um, as she grew older, she practiced, she started to practice mediumship. Yeah. And she started learning how to channel the spirits. And she would conduct a seance at their home most Wednesday evenings wow. at home. 
I don't think her husband was that on board with it. Okay. It caused a bit of friction, but not massive amounts. Yeah. But I don't think he was as into it as she was. She seemed to constantly be searching for something more. Mm-hmm. Um, she and her eldest daughter, who was called Terry, they would lay outside on the floor, like on the grass, and stare up at the stars. And she said they felt as if they didn't belong on Earth and that they would be taken away in an alien spacecraft. That reminded me of you and your nan. <laughs> it does. I was just sitting here thinking. That's what you used to do, isn't it? My nan's got her name all over this. Yeah. Is she in Heaven's Gate? No, I hope not. I said, didn't I, that you can buy their book. You could buy all of it for no. Christmas present. No, she'd, we, she would be immersed. We, I wouldn't see her. She'd go to America and that would be a lot. <laughs> Waiting for their spaceship. Yeah. So, so yeah, even at that point, while she's still at, at home with mm-hmm. her kids and that, she's already starting to believe that there's aliens and there's spaceships and that she would wow. be open to connecting with an alien mm-hmm. and life form kind of thing. Now, as she harnessed this mediumship, she felt she could communicate with the dead and communicate and through a 17th century monk called Brother Francis. Right. And he w- he could communicate with the dead and mm-hmm. he could communicate the future with her, mm-hmm. his brother Francis. So I thought that was quite... Do you remember like that programme, Most Haunted? Yeah. There was that guy, wasn't there, who was the medium. And Derek he, um, Akura. Derek Akura, yeah. And he had a guide called Sam, didn't mm-hmm. he? He said Sam used mm-hmm. to whisper stuff. So I thought, oh, so she's got Francis, yeah. who's a monk. I don't know. I mean, that's oh. one. Yeah, most mediums have a yeah. spirit guide, yeah. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he was her spirit guide. Right. And um, she doubled in something called a theosophy, which is an alternative religion that blends Eastern mysticism, spiritualism and the occult. Mm. So it all sounds very 60s slash 70s, you know, like the New psychedelic age. kind of gurus coming mm-hmm. through and the New Beatles. Age, yeah. And, yeah. yeah, it is. It's, it is that. Towards the end of her marriage, she visited a number of mediums and who, and they predicted that she would soon meet a tall, fair-haired man who would become really important in her life. And in 1972, she met Marshall Applewhite, in 1972 rather, at the hospital that she worked. Right. Um, they got chatting and they recognised a kinship with each other mm-hmm. immediately. They got chatting and um, he discovered that she was able to read his birth charts using astrology. Mm-hmm. He wanted, he really wanted someone to do his birth chart for yeah. him. I think it was quite big back then, wasn't it, doing yeah. that stuff? Um, he, They both said they felt that they already knew each other even though they'd never met. They had that instant connection. Yeah. But it was on a spiritual level, not not like an attraction. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. Their, their relationship never became physical. It I do know what you mean because of the fucking state of him. Yes, I do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so she's read his chart mm-hmm. and she realised why they felt they knew each other because they had known each other in a past life. Oh. So their souls recognised each other. Their souls mm-hmm. were linked. Mm-hmm. And they, when they first met, they'd been brought back together to do something important. And that they had a spiritual mission to complete. So they keep meeting up. They keep trying to figure out what Mm -hmm. this is. Why, what they, what is so important that they've been reconnected. Um, In 1973, her and Joseph, they divorce. And she leaves her family. And her and Marshall Applewhite hit the road. So they go on a road trip. Mm -hmm. And all the while they're just meditating, doing yoga. Nettles, like 
Mm-hmm. her name, Bonnie Lou Nettles. She'd been studying and immersing herself in the New Age spiritualism for years. Yeah. So Applewhite felt that she was a teacher. She could teach mm-hmm. him a lot and that he followed her lead okay. quite a lot. He felt she was really knowledgeable on this on this stuff and he wanted, to, he was all over it. He wanted to learn more about it. Um, also, she was able to communicate with, this is in capital letters, capital letter N, next, capital letter L, level, the next level. Right. This is going to come up a lot. Mm-hmm. They spent... Every available minute together trying to figure out what this mission could be. And in January 1973, they packed up and left. They saw themselves as seekers, people who were looking for something more than the conventional and they were looking for answers. They were committed to the transformation of both themselves and society using a host of practices. Mm-hmm. For example, channeling, visualisation, astrology, meditation and alternative healing. Yoga, vegetarianism and being teetotal for optimum health. So already it's getting pretty dry, yeah. isn't it? This is in their quest to try and become more human. They believe that with enough work, you can find peace, enlightenment and self-actualization, which was called the human potential movement. Mm-hmm. During the 1973 road trip, they visited New Age gurus, alternative centres and learned about all religions. Mm-hmm. They just had this real thirst for awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, the ancient astronaut theory of chariots of God's book. So there was a there's a book called uh, Chariots of Gods, which was quite big during mm-hmm. this period. And the, the premise of this book is that early humans were visited by aliens who gave them the tools and the knowledge to create ancient, um, mm-hmm. like the wonders of the world. For example, like Stonehenge and the pyramids. Mm-hmm. And the ancient he- ancient Hebrews wrote the Old Testament as a way to explain their contact with the aliens. So basically, this book is saying like the chariots that came down from heaven mm-hmm. with the angels were actual spaceships with the aliens on them. God and Jesus Christ were aliens. Um, the miracles that Jesus performed was just alien technology, like um, you know, yeah. me- medicine. Yeah. And um, and yeah, because they were. Because the because it was like over two thousand years ago, they didn't have the language to express it, so mm-hmm. they had to convert it into a way they could understand, which is obviously the Bible. So it makes sense. You can see where it's coming. I from. can. I can really yeah, see it. Exactly. I'm thinking, oh shit! I'm going to this cult case. You can tie. Pull me back you out. can tie it all in if you yeah. if you're open minded enough. Yeah, I can. You I can see it. Yeah. So. They, they have an eventual epiphany in mm-hmm. July 1973. While they're camping in Gold Beach, Oregon, they finally find their answer. So the angels in the chariots were aliens in spaceships. Miracles were advanced alien technology. And Jesus and God were aliens. Obviously, Jesus died and then was resurrected. Mm-hmm. This is just an example of him becoming onto the next level higher being yeah exactly yeah and then he goes he goes for the ascension that's mm-hmm. him going to the spaceship up to heaven which they believe heaven is a physical place in outer space and if they have a strong enough um microscope no telescope <laughs> sorry i'm with you they can see it yeah so Crazy. that's basically bonnie Lou, bonnie Lou's story up to when she meets apple mm-hmm. right. So I'll get on to Marshall, eh? 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Yeah. So, Marshall Herf Applewhite Jr. was born in Spur, Texas on May 17th, 1931. And his dad's name was also Marshall Herf Applewhite. What's that middle name? Herf. H-E-R-F-F. Herf. <laughs> Love it. Herf. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Any cool? You just said that. Herf. Herf. Okay. I can't stop it. That's, so, that's a name, is it? Yeah. That, that, We're going with that now, are we? Is there not a Herfman? I've heard of Herfman. Never heard of a Herfman either. Oh, okay. So Hoffman, Herf. but not Hoffman. Oh, it might be Hoffman. Like, all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Philip Seymour ah. Hoffman. Yeah, it could be. But So, yeah. Okay. Marshall Senior, and he had a wife called Louise. They had three children, and Marshall was a minister. So, Applewhite was brought up in a very religious family. Hmm. He attended, oh, God... Corpus Christi High School and Austin College. And at the later school, he was active in several student organisations and was moderately, moderately, moderately. That's it. Thank you. I couldn't think what it was either. Religious. Um, I'm so <laughs> sorry. He earned, a bac- earned, he earned a bachelor's degree in physiology in 1952 and subsequently enrolled in, at the Union to study theologically. Theology? Yep. Yep. Hoping to become a minister. So right up until he's like gone to college, he wants to be a man of the cloth. He wants to be a minister. Mm-hmm. Following his dad's footsteps, I'm guessing. He married, oh my God, my page. So he then marries a lady called Anne Pierce around that time. <clears throat> and they have two children. Mark and Lane. Lane, L-A-N-E. Lane. 
So we're saying that's the name now as well, are we? <clears throat> yep. Right, yo. Or also Postbox. <laughs> <laughs> Road, yeah. street. Yeah. Lane. Lane. Early in his... Uh, in his early studies, Applewhite decided to leave the school to pursue a career in music, becoming a music di- director of a church in North Carolina. He was the baritone singer and enjoyed spirituals and the music of Handel. Mm-hmm. In 1954, he was drafted into the army and he served in Austria and New Mexico. As a member of the Army Signal Corps, he left the military in 1956 and after two years enrolled at the University of Colorado, where he earned a master's degree in music and focused on musical theatre. So he's all jazz hands there. (laughs) He's gone from being like quiet... Mm. Like religious. Yeah, and not soulful, but soulful in a religious way. Quite yeah. to musical theatre. That's a big jump. Mm, isn't think, it? Yeah. That's what I was trying to think. It sounds like he was into <coughs> classical music as well, mm-hmm. but then he's got a master's degree in music. He must have been very talented. Yeah. Very dedicated. Yeah. It's not easy to get a master's degree in Definitely anything, not. is it? So he was known for his musical and dramatic tellings. He sang opera and was good as a good public speaker, as I am not. <laughs> Impressing people. Who says you're not? Me. (laughs) So he was impressing people with his good diction. In the early 1960s, he tried for a while to make it as an actor in New York City. But he failed. According to an article in the New York Times, he then became an assistant professor at the University of Alabama. I was going to say Alabama. (laughs) Where he served as a choir master for several groups. He then returned to Texas to head up the music department at the University at Houston. 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 That's where Bonnie Lou is from. Houston, Texas. So he's back there now. Mm. He was described as a happy-go-lucky and popular with the students. However, he was fired from the university for having a relationship with a student. Although it's not clear whether they frowned upon the power dynamics in the 70s, and the student was a man. Mm. So he then began teaching at a pub, uh, private college in Houston in 1966. Um, and at this time, during the 1970s, he suffered from a serious heart attack. And he said it was a near-death serious, uh, experience. That's young to have a heart attack, mm-hmm. isn't it? Blimey. In the 70s. So he was born in 31. Yeah, he would only have been in his 30s or early 40s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was touch and go whether he would survive. Mm. So while in Houston, (laughs) (laughs) his life begins to fall apart. He and his wife divorced in 1968. They, um, after their two children, they go with the mum. And there were some reports that he really struggled with his sexual identity by this point. Mm. So he's been fired from his job from a certain relationship with a guy. And I think he's just, where he's religious, he's just, they're vile to gay men, aren't they? Well, ain't women, but... It's hard to reconcile mm-hmm. it, isn't it? Yeah. Because they say, like, God hates yeah. like, gays and stuff, don't Fuckers, they, some yeah. of them? But it must have been hard for him to come to terms with. Mm-hmm. So in 1970, he left his job and seemed to be having some sort of nervous breakdown. And two years later, Applewhite meets Nettles. Mm. 
So, yeah, that's where I got for that. So they're together, as you've said. I'm just wondering, like, he he, <laughs> he wanted to be an actor. Mm-hmm. He really liked musical theatre. <laughs> Why did he get married and have two yeah, kids? I know. Where's the giveaway? <laughs> All righty, that's enough of that. No, I know. Where <clears throat> is it? <clears throat> He's obviously lying to himself and everyone around him. But that comes out, the musical theatre, doesn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. It comes out in this story. Yeah. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, you must have picked up something that I didn't. Oh, God, right. Yeah. I'll get it. <laughs> I've gone past it, but I'll get it back up. But yeah, it sounds like he's used to like public speaking and mm-hmm. performing, in other words, performing because he, yeah. cause of what he's done. His mm-hmm. whole life has been to do performance, yeah. hasn't it? So these two <clears throat> meet, they go on the road and they have their epiphany. Mm-hmm. Um, now, so they, so they're on the beach, they have their epiphany. Mm-hmm. The book of Revelation said about, t- there were two witnesses sent by God to testify before the end of times, mm-hmm. but the witnesses would be rejected. Mm-hmm. This is like a prophecy and killed and their bodies would lay in the streets for three and a half days while the public celebrates their death. Then they'll be resurrected and the world will see them go to heaven in a cloud, i.e. a spaceship. The Bible says cloud. Mm-hmm. Apple mm-hmm. weight and nettles are saying it's probably a spaceship. Yeah. These two, they decide that's what that's what their mission is. They are the two witnesses. They so that from now on they call mm-hmm. themselves the two. They need to trans they want transformation to something more than human, and it was called the demonstration, and it would jumpstart the apocalypse. So basically, what's going to happen in the prophecy yeah. of um, Revelations would jumpstart the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And these 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 two people, mm-hmm. I mean, they're fucking ego on it. They think they are the two. How could you are. read a Bible and go, oh, yeah, that's me, that is? Yeah. Mental, isn't it? Yeah, <clears throat> I see myself in this guy. It must be me. <laughs> uh, their message mm-hmm. was that anyone accepting to willing to accept their message would be allowed to board the spaceship with them. Yeah. And then, so I suppose once the end of days comes, they'll be safe. Mm-hmm. They'll be on the spaceship. Mm-hmm. They'll be going to heaven. But only, perfect, only a perfected being would be allowed to go on to the next level. Right. They need to go through a metamorphosis of no longer being human, no longer practicing human instincts, like ignoring human instincts. Mm-hmm. They've got to leave behind all distractions like jobs, no friends, no family. And to truly overcome the human level, which we're all mm-hmm. at at the moment, they have to do this to go to the next mm-hmm. level, to become more than human. In May 1974, they go to Houston. We have Houston. a problem. And they recruit a woman called Sharon to join them. Mm-hmm. She leaves her family. She joins the two of them and they go on the road. Uh, she, um, So the three of them on the road, she does her best to recruit more people, but she doesn't have any luck. Um, after a little while, her husband begs her to come back because they've got a two-year-old daughter who's oh, missing God. her and she's missing the, the child. So she goes home. So <laughs> it's not a great start to the cold. No. <laughs> there, there was two, then there was three, then they come back to two. Jesus. <laughs> In late 1974, mm-hmm. Marshall Applewhite is charged with stealing a car right. and spends six months in jail. They didn't they didn't acknowledge conventional rules. Mm-hmm. So they hired a car, didn't pay for it. They were like, it's my car. I'm not paying for it. Oh, my God. So then right. obviously it's caught up with him and he's had to do time for stealing the car. So, but he really, he says his Get time in jail. car, man. Exactly. So during this time, he... He's got lots of time, obviously, mm-hmm. he's in prison. He's got lots of, lots of time to mm-hmm. contemplate and reflect. And he really thinks about the mission. And he says that he had another revelation. 
that they had both already transformed and their mission was to teach others. And he also wrote it down because up to that point, they'd only spoke about it. They'd never actually mm-hmm. bothered to like write a manifesto or anything like that. So he wrote it all up and he titled it The First Statement. And when they came out of prison, they sent it out to like-minded people. So they'd have like, a, I don't know, a letter and they'd send it to like some little hippie commune or, you know, where there's all these little mm-hmm. pockets of people that are open-minded to other things, like mm-hmm. alternative new age stuff. And this got some people's attention because I suppose he's sort of like targeting, getting yeah. a targeted audience. Yeah. So they call themselves the two or mm-hmm. guinea and pig or tea and doe or bow and peep. So can I just jump in? Mm-hmm. This is my little snippet yeah. of musical theatre. Oh, yeah. Go on. So the two, bow and peep and do and tea, the names for do and tea are links to their fondness of a musical theatre, in particular Nettle's favourite musical theatre show, The Sound of Music. The show includes the song <laughs> Do Re Mi Fa So La Ti Da. Performed as the main character, the free-spirited government... Maria teaches the young child. Oh, we know about that. So, to please Applewhite, Heaven's Gate members sang their own version of Do Re Mi, yeah, altering the lyrics to sing cult law and performance to the tune of When You Know Tea and Do. Mm. I don't see how that goes. <laughs> um, and it was filmed, and you can view that film. Oh, really? Yeah. And oh, it was cool. th- filmed three months before the group commits suicide. Oh, okay. So obviously, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's quite far in the future. They so yeah. must have hung on to those nicknames quite a while. Yeah, so Do's first love was music. So before he got into religion and spirituality, it was music. So, mm. yeah, um, that that's where it came yeah. from. Oh, okay. The sound of music. Because it's spelled Do, but it's mm-hmm. uh, in the song it will... When you're doing your scales, it's do, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Do, re, me. Yeah. So, yeah, they changed the... So it was do, so it would have been do... Oh, I can't do it. It yeah. doesn't fit, but yeah, that's why they <laughs> yeah. done it. They made their own special version. Oh, cool. Okay, so um, the, the, also, the group also had a few names. They had Heaven's Gate, mm-hmm. but it also was called Human Individual Metamorphosis, or mm-hmm. HIM for short. Uh, it was also called The Class, as well as Heaven's Gate. In April 1975, they visited another cult. And this cult was sort of like, it's on its last legs. The people were starting not to believe. They're mm. losing faith with their cult later. <laughs> it's may not that there's all these cults, isn't there? Yeah. Um, and it's crumbling. So they've gone there and they've talked quite a large amount of these people to join Heaven's Gate. So finally, they've got a few followers. Marshall Applewhite, he was a very charismatic man. Mm-hmm. Um, around 24 people agreed to join Heaven's wow. Gate at this point. So he's nicked some from another cult, yeah. I suppose. Um, in 1975, posters start to appear in places like California, Oregon. They're trying to like spread the word a bit just by a few mm-hmm. publications. A bit like we done yesterday, yeah. flying. <laughs> join our cult, Blue Murder Club. You love it. <laughs> you can come, but you can never leave. Yeah. Um, so by now, there was a meeting and... Um, so they put some posters up, organise a meeting, mm-hmm. try and invite people to come and listen to them, listen to their sort of like their journey, their mission, their mm-hmm. statement. Um, by now, Applewhite is 44 and Bonnie Nettles is 48. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the people were captivated by the speeches. Some of them said they felt euphoric having listened to Marshall Applewhite. They they literally had the same connection mm-hmm. that them two had when they met in the hospital that mm-hmm. time. They felt connected to him. 
some somehow they yeah. it must have really resonated. But again, if they're just targeting people that are already into the new age thing, they're yeah. probably open to it a bit more. Yeah. Um, at that point, another thirty-four people joined, and um, because it was quite a small town where we held this meeting, it was quite a large proportion of the people. Thirty-four oh. was quite a large proportion, so people called the police. Oh, um, they felt that they that some of the people had been lured by the UFO Pied Piper. Nice, but they, all this did was gain them more publicity. Yeah. So there's literally like you can't ask for publicity no. like that. There's no such thing as bad publicity, is there? No. So it's getting the word out there more. They're becoming more famous. Some of the followers, they sold their homes, they left really good jobs, they left their kids. Um, and I've put here for aliens, question mark. It's like, why the fuck would you do it? Yeah. And so at this point, there's suspicions that there's brainwashing going on. Because we, we was discussing this earlier, mm-hmm. weren't we, when you come over, it was like, just don't understand why anyone would do it. But no. Especially this cult, it's the boringest cult in the world. Yeah, I don't get it. Um... So the clear goal of this cult was to overcome their humanness. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of rules, no chit-chat, no sex, no friends, only working on their psychic connection to the next level. Mm-hmm. And they do this by tuning in using a tuning mod. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I suppose Marshall would have used it in his music days. You, you ping it and it lets yep. off a note, doesn't it? And you, you ping it and you put it on your head and it's supposed to help you tune in to the next level. Sounds like claptrap to me, but who am I to judge? They lived as nomads, relocating constantly. Uh, while they're in camp, they're assigned a check partner to check in on yep. each other, just to make sure that none of them was cheating or breaking the rules. Um, over the weeks, the two, mm-hmm. Bo and Peep, or whatever they want to call themselves, they sloped off, is the only thing I can say. It says in the in the work that I've read, they went into hiding, but mm-hmm. I'd say they sloped off because their prediction had failed. They'd said imminently, this spaceship's coming, you've got to join us now, the Shady spaceship's bastards, coming. yeah. And all the weeks went by, and there's no spaceship, mm-hmm. there's no... Um, you know, second coming mm-hmm. up, there's none of this. So they've sloped off and left the followers to themselves. Um, so there's no martyrdom, there's no apocalypse. Um, around about this time, there was, because they never kept records, they weren't around very much. There may have been between like 150 and 1,000 people, but people came and went. It yeah. was quite like that. It was Liberal, very, very yeah. easy going, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they um, didn't force them to stay, did they? No, there was none of that. Absolutely none of that. There was no... Um, I've got a question here. Was there mind control and brainwashing or was it pure faith? Um, it seems to me like it was just pure faith. They all mm-hmm. just seemed to like wholeheartedly want to believe it. So mm-hmm. they had the faith in it. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the followers were seekers themselves. So they were open-minded to the message of evolving beyond humanity, a way to physically get metamorphosis, to physically get to heaven and to physically transform mm-hmm. biologically into something more human. Mm-hmm. In 1976, they gather their followers and state that they have been massacred metaphorically by the press by being ridiculed. Mm-hmm. So they've changed narrative. It's it's not a physical death, an actual massacre. Yeah. It's a metaphorical death. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, because they haven't died. Yeah. They haven't been martyred, but they've been martyred in the press because mm-hmm. they've been completely slated. Now they start the classroom. So they come back from the wilderness mm-hmm. with this new manifesto and they start the classroom. They start laying down laws. There's 17 steps for the followers to follow. Right. They give two instructions. They are the teachers or the older member mm-hmm. and there are a number of rules. So there's no sex, there's no drugs, there's dietary restrictions and everyone has a new name ending with O-D-Y. Mm-hmm. It's in capital letters and every name has only got six letters long ending in O-D-Y in capitals. So, for instance, you would be 
What are you? L I U. So you'd be Lordy. Lordy. I'd be Corody. Corody. Oh, I like that. I quite like Corody. Might be my next new nickname. I like it. Get me another necklace. Yeah. (laughs) Harry and Corody. And Lordy. Yeah, Lordy. I like Lordy too, actually. Um, So it was 17 steps and it covered, as the time went on, it covered the most minute details of everyday life. So at this point, you might start to think maybe a little bit of brainwashing Mm -hmm. is happening because people are not allowed to think for themselves anymore. They have to follow these rules. Wow. And they have to constantly analyse whether they're behaving human or not. So they've got their their partner to check Mm -hmm. them, make sure they're not behaving in a human way. Um, They were given the tools to wash out the humanness from their brain. But they were all free to leave if they wanted to. There was absolutely no qualms about it. If someone wanted to leave, Marshall would buy them a plane ticket, give them cash, be like, yeah, yeah. no hard feelings, come back if you want, it's open door. Bye, Felicia. It, yeah. it, lots and lots and lots of them left and came back all the time. Wow. There, was, there was none of that. Yeah. The control didn't reach that limit. No. But while they were here, they had to follow these 17 rules. Um, so they were so focused on reaching the next level that they followed the 17 rules without question. Mm-hmm. They could only do things as a whole. There was no individuality at all. The older members were able to steer the ship because they'd mm-hmm. gone up to the next level. By ship, I mean spaceship. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I am smirk every time I say it. I apologise. <laughs> so there's a process for everything, including ki- cooking. So there's a certain way to cook. There's a certain way to clean the toilet. There's a certain way to clean your body. Everything... Like even like doing laundry, there's a certain way to do everything, and um, so that also OCD. Yeah, but it's a way to make them not be human anymore, mm-hmm. to be more like a, even mm-hmm. like a robot, I think. Yeah. Because the way they saw it is to get to the next level, you've got to be beyond a human yeah. level. You've got to be on an alien level, which yeah. is the next level above, and that was including looking genderless in your appearance. So all the Everyone had the same crew cut hairstyle, Mm -hmm. whether you're a woman or not. You always had your hair cut short. Um, All the clothes, like it was like a button-up shirt, quite loose fitting and trousers. And all very loose fitting, so you couldn't really see the shape of anybody's body. Um, I should imagine everyone looked the same shape-wise Mm -hmm. because their diet was very restrictive. Mm -hmm. Some days they'd be juice fast. It would always be vegetarian. Um, And they started to change even the language. So, for instance, food was now called fuel. And they're not eating for pleasure anymore. They're eat, they're, they're eating for energy. Necessity, just, yeah. Yeah, eating is called consumption. The kitchen's called a neutral lab. <laughs> wow. I like neutral lab. Um, it's all termed next level terminology. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch and dinner are called one, two and three experiments. Uh, the dwelling is a craft. The, the crew or the people, the bedroom are rest chambers. My God. The laundry is a fibre lab. Bodies are referred to as vehicles, brains are computers, and sexual organs are referred to as plumbing. <laughs> wow. Now we're on the uh, words of sex. All sexual thoughts and actions are outlawed. And <laughs> everyone was really apparently pretty good about this. There was mm-hmm. like no sex, no masturbating or anything like that. But sometimes when you sleep, things happen. Mm-hmm. So they had, <laughs> this is fucking mental. They didn't put a bell on here. They might as well have done. Oh, no. So what they did, there was a special washcloth for if a man had a wet dream, basically. Mm, right. So they couldn't just shower with a normal sponge or something. They had a special washcloth if they needed to mop oh, up after a wet dream. And they had to sign it out so everybody would know that they'd had a wet dream. Oh, for fuck's sake. And the shame, like, eventually, 
one of the people, there was a man there called Sawyer and he was on and off 20 mm-hmm. odd years and I think he spoke on the film. They made a film called um, Heaven's Gate, The Cult of All Cults and he's on there quite a lot. And he said that, um, he said eventually the shame of having to ask to use the washcloth. Oh God. It stamped out any wet dreams at all. That eventually, even in your sleep, you weren't wow, feeling sexy. Wow, you weren't, yeah. Yeah, so um, I thought that was just fucking mental. Wow. Um. So eventually, someone—I think it's someone—it was someone called Sorodi who's very devout, mm-hmm. like proper up Applewhite's ass, like all over it. He suggests, "Why don't we try castration, and then this won't be an issue? We, we'll so. remove our sex yeah. drive completely, have a castration." So one of the members is a registered nurse, so she does <laughs> she does Jesus the castration Christ. on Sorodi. It's successful, but I think he gets an infection. They do have to take him to hospital. Um, but then, you know, over the years, mm-hmm. between seven and nine people, including Applewhite, all get castrated. Fucking hell. That's how much they want to be, like, gen- genderless. Yeah. Like, yeah, like mm-hmm. a Barbie or a Ken, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sawyer actually left after 18 years of being in, in the cult and Applewhite gave him a plane ticket and some money and wished him well. He was fine. That's madness. Yeah. As the years went by and there was still no ascension... Uh, sometimes they would say, right, the spaceship is coming today, mm-hmm. so they'd all get ready, they'd go and they'd wait, and then the spaceship wouldn't come. And Bonnie Lou and Marshall Applewhite would be just as upset. They'd be like, I'm really sorry, we don't know what's happened. We are so disappointed. Obviously, if you want to go, we're yeah. not going to stop you. Um, but they were, why most, most people didn't go. Yeah. They were just like, oh, well, maybe better luck next time. They don't know why mm. they didn't come. The spaceship is on its way, it's just not here yet. Um, now, the thing is, they always said that they're physically going to go to a spaceship. Mm-hmm. There was never any mention of spiritually going to a spaceship. So the people there, obviously, all dressed, ready to go, looking mm-hmm. a certain way mm-hmm. physically, metamorphosizing, so they can physically get on a spaceship yeah. and physically go to heaven. Which meant, in 1982, there were some awkward questions coming about because in 1982, Bonnie Lowe, um Nettles is seriously ill. She's got cancer oh, to the point where she has to have an eye removed and she has a like a, a glass eye fitted. Wow. And no one mentions it. They don't mention it because they're like, she's next level. Her, What's going on? Why is her body breaking down? This doesn't make any yeah. sense. Well, her vessel. Yeah. And then um, in 1985, it gets the better of her and she dies of liver cancer in 1985. Mm-hmm. And at that point, the, uh, the, the, like the structure, the, the, um, the manifesto, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, the narrative changes because... Obviously, Bonnie Lou, yep. her body's died and she yeah. still hasn't gone. So at this point, I think you can take over now and explain. Okay. Like, like what does Marshall, how does he explain Convene. that one? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Right, so after Nettles dies, he's lost his partner in his spiritual enterprise and seemed to flounder a bit. So he did, like, at the minute, was, like, Mr. Mark a bit, I think, and he was just didn't know what to do with Probably that. Probably flapping a bit. Yeah. Um, and because her death didn't resemble a glorious alien rebirth, mm. it was in direct conflict with Heaven's Gate's teachings. Um, one of the people say, like, we was all devastated. Most of all, he was Applewhite. Um, how could this happen? It wasn't supposed to happen like this. We was all supposed to go together. Yeah. So why has she just gone? So to make sense of this, he altered the philosophy. He announced that death was actually necessary Mm. for the alien transformation. So now, whereas before it wasn't, Mm. and they would all gather together and go on this ship, he's saying you've got to die to Mm. get to the next level. It's completely changing it. It's completely and utterly flipped mm. 360. So when Nettles dies, he's saying she's not actually dead. She didn't die. She's just transitioned into the next mm. the next station. She's there waiting for us. Yeah. Um, and she'll be there when we all go to meet her, basically. So he starts getting fixated on this idea that they've got to die, mm-hmm. that that's the next step. So, so yeah, he um, announced that death was actually necessary. Their souls not being their bodies will evolve to into alien beings and be whisked away to outer space. Nevada, I want to say. Nev- I don't know. Nettles had left her body <laughs> behind and was waiting for them. So um, this then gave him back his uh, zeal for the cult and his gift of the gab. Mm. So where he was quite sad and before, now he's back. And now he knows what he needs to do. He needs to start spreading the word of the imminent end of the world because mm. it's coming. And the group made a series of videos called Beyond Human, The Last Call, that featured information about the group and the next level in the early 90s, which were broadcast via satellite. The group also took out ads worldwide. In newspapers, books, everywhere. 
The headline of the ad read, UFO cult resurfaces with final offer. Wow. Yeah, that's mad, right? Ominous, isn't it? Yeah. What happened? So by the mid-90s, cult membership had dwindled again and efforts to recruit others via websites, radio interviews and other methods, ads in the papers, excuse me, was finding little success. So Applewhite decided it was time to leave the planet Mm. because he's losing numbers quickly. The group needed to sign a sign from above and they kept praying for it, or not praying, but kept looking to the skies asking for it and found it in Comet. How, Bob? How, Bob? How did you know that was in my head? Because <laughs> it's been in mind ever since I yep. read the word Halbop. So it appeared in the sky in 1996 and it burned brightly overhead in 1997. And the followers started to listen to a radio station. I can't actually find the name of the radio station, but it was quite a new age radio station and mm. quite conspiracy theories and things. Mm. So they heard the discovery of Halbop in 95, but on this radio station, someone then suggested that this comet had a spaceship travelling alongside it. Yeah. But they needed a really big telescope <laughs> yeah, to not, see it. Not a microscope like yeah. I said earlier. <laughs> this is what they're waiting for, though, because this is their affirmation that's needed mm. that he was right all along. Yeah. You know, and it's just so fucking scary, isn't it, by this point? So many people are believing him. Mm. So by 96, the group was operating a successful computer business and lived in an exclusive neighbourhood in Rancho Santa Fe, California. Mm. So when Applewhite got this property, this mansion, for the group to leave like where they live, he explained his unique living situation to the owner by, compla- uh, by claiming they were a group of Christian angels. Even that's a red flag, right? Yeah. So they started to produce more and more videos encouraging others to leave with them, saying it was the last chance to evacuate Earth before it's recycled. Applewhite's still struggling with his sexual faults. So he's then started to decide castrations back on the table. (laughs) So, yeah. Why? If you're thinking of dying and leaving this planet, why the fuck would you castrate yourself and go through that pain? I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me, does it, you? No, I don't understand no. what is the point of doing it. I mean, what? Oh, yeah. Fuck knows. I can't get my head around it. Yep. So he decides that this is for him and his followers to do. However, the same as the leaving, it is a personal choice. Yeah. And about four to eight more followers go through with it. Mm. So uh, I can't understand it. So then he turns around to all his followers and he says, I'm going to give you $100 each. But with this, you can spend it on whatever you want. These followers are looking at each other like, what the fuck? We've not had money. We've had to share everything for years and years and years. Mm. No one can decide on what they're buying and why. But they don't have to because he's got, answer for them they've got to go and buy a wedding ring and Mm. he's going to pick the sizes and all that so then they can have oh it's got to be a gold wedding ring and he's got two whips for them to choose from yeah and then he performs a ceremony where he wed all his followers and he called it like he was birthing his students to the next level so they've had to have this ceremony to then proceed on to the next level before these aliens arrive so 
Oh, God, before their deaths, Heaven Gates bought alien abduction insurance from Lloyds of London worth one million per person in the event of abduction, impregnation or death caused by aliens. To be paid out to the Society of Heaven's Gate, Lloyds doesn't seem to have paid up because they state they would have to prove that they were abducted, Mm. impregnated or been killed by the aliens and they can't do that so we can't pay out. Understandably so. So, and they stopped offering the policies shortly after Heaven's Gate. Yeah. That's mad. A million per person. Yeah, I think, I've heard you can you can insure anything, can't you? Hmm. Like, if you're famous, you can insure Let's have your a legs go. or something. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, if you're a dancer, yeah, yeah I've heard that. that sort of thing. Yeah, you do But not for this, for fuck's sake. So, <laughs> they also had a little field trip before the Independent Doom. Yeah. So, they settled on their final... Destination, they wanted to go to Nevada to a UFO conference in Las Vegas and it was in an amusement park. And they also, while they were there, they thought, fuck it, we're on holiday, (laughs) let's live it up. They went and see Cirque du Soleil and played at the tables and went to the movie to see Star Wars because they were all obsessed, by the way, with Star Trek. Mm. And they went to various beaches I can't even pronounce that, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> San Diego Wild Animal Park, SeaWorld. And then, oh, while the end of the trip, they started to film their goodbye messages. Yeah. And they spent over £400 on pizza, or dollars on pizza. Nice. So. Pizza would be my last meal. Do you think? I don't, mine would be Italian. I'm a whore for Italian food. Oh, Italian. Pizza's Italian, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. I would. I would oh. forget the veganism as well, and I'd have proper mozzarella on it. Good girl. I wouldn't have meat, but I definitely would have proper mozzarella yeah, good if girl. it was my last ever meal. Good girl. And some fresh basil. Oh, mm. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so as the hell pop come drew closer, in '97, Applewhite and his followers prepared to make their exit from this world. On the tw- March 21st, they ate the last supper of salts at a restaurant, all ordering the same thing. Turkey pot pie, cheesecake with blueberries and iced tea. A day or two later, when the comet was closest to the planet, they prompt to prompt their exit, Applewhite and 38 other followers ingested a lethal concoction of, oh my God, something and vodka. Saint poison and <laughs> vodka. Barbiturates. Thank you! <laughs> and they mixed it into applesauce or pudding. Did they mix it in applesauce because he was called Apple White? Oh, yeah, the whites of apples, definitely. So, applesauce is weird. You don't <clears throat> eat that unless you're eating pork or no. if you're a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it's true. just applesauce. <laughs> anyway. So, take the bitterness away. So, yeah, unless yeah. you wasn't around at the time of the tragedy, you may think that it all happened in one time and one moment of madness and that all the deaths took place on the same day at the same time as part of the ceremony. But in a strange twist, the suicides took place over three days. The coroner's reports show that although all of the dead were found on the Wednesday, the 26th of March, the killings began at much earlier. On the Sunday and the Monday, groups of 15 took their lives. Then on the final nine submitted to their calls on the Tuesday. Rather than coming to terms with the realities of their situation, or being shocked out of it. So imagine being in a house full of like a lot of dead people. Mm. Yeah, I'd be fucking scared for my life. Yeah. 
The group maintained a steadfast resolve and as added insurance, oh God, they fixed the plastic bag over their heads to ensure that if the drugs didn't kill them, the lack of oxygen would. According to a docu-series, members of the group laid down their vehicles in three shifts on March the 23rd and each shift following... Oh, God, it's just awful, isn't it? Um, oh, with each shift, cleaning up after the preceding one. So they would tidy up and then they would go. Then the next lot would tidy up and then they would go. Mm-hmm. Apple Wyatt joined the second group instead of waiting for all of them to die. So he went on the second lot. The last thing we'd like to say is 39 to beam up. Denise Thurman says in a farewell video, the bodies were found by police on March 26, 1997. All cult members were wearing black uniforms, black Nike sneakers with a white swoosh and most were covered with a purple shroud. Applewhite's body was separate from the others laying on a king-size bed in the master bedroom. So then that prompted me to type into Google why the Nike trainers because yeah. I was just needed to know and it wasn't that great of a thing to <laughs> be fair. He said... Um, Marshall Applewhite purchased the sneakers primarily because he liked the look and was able to get a good deal on them by buying them in bulk. <laughs> Practical. Yeah, so they were all instructed to wear the same uniform around the clock, as you said, and the shoes, all that. So it was really um, hard to tell genders by. So it was all one colour of black. Mm-hmm. It was all, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was to make no one be an individual. Yeah. Yes, to so by wearing the same, no one, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, it was really sad. So, um, I think it was Sawyer who raised the alarm, wasn't it? They yeah. sent They sent him the videos. Yeah, the goodbye, the goodbye videos. videos. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Did you so, watch any of those goodbye videos? Did you see any? I just see the one of him. Yeah. Oh, he, Apple White. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I've, yeah, he looks like he's from the Crystal Maze. Does he look like he's high on life? Yeah. Yeah. Living his best life. Yeah. I saw a couple, like, I think it was a young man and a woman. They, yeah. They were very chill about it. They, I don't, do you know what my question to them would be? Like, what is so bad about this life that it, you, you want to turn your back that. on it to find, yeah. to just take a leap of faith that there's mm-hmm. something better? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, the older you get, the more you realise the grass isn't always greener. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> and um, that's just, I just think, for goodness sake, just stay put. Unless you know what it's like yeah. here. Even if there is some kind of like mm-hmm. fantasy land on the other end of the telescope. Why would you want to do it? Yeah. Is it any better? Mm-hmm. Will you even be able to breathe in outer space? Yeah. No, you won't. No. So I've got just a few little snippets, not fun facts, but facts. <laughs> so one of the members was Sister Rov's of the hit series Star Trek and was she was sister. sister of an actress from Star Trek. Oh, okay, yeah. And, you know, they was obsessed by Star Trek. Yeah, I think they started wearing jumpsuits, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. looked like Star Trek Her name's um, Lieutenant Urtia, Urta, U-H-U-R-A. This is the actor on Star Trek, I've got to tell right. you. There's four members still alive to this day. Yeah. There is still an active website. Mm. Survivors also hand out physical materials globally still now. Yeah. And there's a movie based on the events called Heaven's Vow. Yeah. So, yeah, that they were the little snippets I got. But mm. that's about it. That's my story. <laughs> Done. Well, I was just going to say, 
looking like when you mentioned the ring and all mm-hmm. that, it's it's. I think oh, I think the basis of this is these people are definitely really believe in God mm-hmm. and really believe in an afterlife. Because like when you get nuns, they yeah. will take a vow of celibacy, mm-hmm. and you know they're women because of what they wear, but you can't see, and like literally everything's loose yeah. and flowing, and it's the same with the priests, isn't it? Everything's yeah. loose and flowing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that you can tell the shape of the body. Yeah. They also have to take a vow of celibacy, the mm. priests, don't they? And they'll, they'll get married to God. They all wear a little wedding oh, ring. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So it does, do you just think, is it just an extreme offshoot of Christianity? Yes, it is. Or is it a cult, or is it a bit of both? Oh, all religions so. are cults. On that note, quick, get That's, me off before well, I get Well, I was going to say, isn't, <laughs> isn't mainstream religion just a cult that really took off? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Sounds like it, doesn't it? No, I, I completely agree with that. When there was only like the 10, was it the 10 disciples? Fuck knows. I don't know. It's like 10 know. or 12 or something like that. that they were disciples. like a, a little cult and Jesus was the cult leader. Yeah. And then it grew. But he turned water to wine and then just got everyone drunk. And they all had a load of sex and took a load of drugs. <laughs> I ate some of them special mushrooms. Yeah. So I thought I'd do a six degrees this week. Well we done. done for a while. No, we haven't. <clears throat> so poor there's old Kevin sh- Bacon sitting in the background like, what the fuck, mate? Poor old Kevin. He's just all like neglected he and is. looking after his llamas. So... That show, there's a show called Coast to Coast, mm-hmm. or it's called The Tomorrow Show. Mm-hmm. And that, that, the host of that said he had a really, really strong telescope and he could see the spaceship that was alongside right. Albop. Right. So that's the program. I looked it up and it's a, it's had loads of different people on there. Mm. One of the people that, because it is a bit of a new age kind of show, but ah, it's like okay. a talk show as well. Yeah. So they've had loads of like A-listers on mm-hmm. there. Arnold Schwarzenegger was on there once. I'll be back. I'll be back. Thank you very much. Sorry. No, that's all right. Um, so he famously was in Terminator. He really nicely did the little impression for our lovely listeners. <laughs> and um, he stars alongside Linda Hamilton, who's uh, Sarah Connor. Yeah. One of my favourite all-time female characters. Yeah. I loved her. Rock and ass. she was married in real life to James Cameron. Uh, the he, director? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Didn't he, he directed Terminator. Didn't know so, that. So yeah, the director and the leading lady, wow. they were married. And he famously directed Titanic. Yes. With Leonardo DiCaprio and Jack. And um, Leo DiCaprio starred in that film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. Which was on telly two days ago. I watched it again. Oh. And that's all about the Manson family, funnily enough, isn't it? Which another is cult. another cult. Yeah. Um, the other, the co star of um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is Brad Pitt. Oh. That brings us round to Sleepers. Oh. With Kevin Bacon. Well done. Cheers, Is. Thanks very much. Oh, I loved it. So, do you want to know a little tiny bit about some cults from around the world? Do I? Do I? Go on, give us a go. I'll give you, I'll give you the good ones. Right, go on. Right. All sex and all drugs. There's a doomsday cult called A.M. Shinriko mm-hmm. in Japan. Uh, in the late 80s, it rose to popularity. However, the cult was behind two of Tokyo's deadliest attacks. Ooh. It was based on the Bible and the Vajrayana scriptures. Shoko Ashara Just founded... I know, it does look a bit like that. Shoko Ashara founded the cult in Tokyo in 1987. Mm-hmm. He claimed he was Jesus Christ and often discussed his doomsday prophecy. <gasps> he believed World War Three would enter a nuclear war and the eventual end of the world. 
1995, several group members committed the deadly sarin gas attacks on the Tokyo subway. Shit. Mm. And they'd carried out a similar attack the year before in uh, a place called Matsumoto. Right. Um, despite Oshawa claiming he wasn't involved in the attacks, he spent several years in prison before his execution in 2018. Oh. Now, that is a cult. That is a cult. That's how cults do it. That is how you do a proper cult. Jesus. I'm sorry, and, I'm banging on crazy. But they always just seem to be like obsessed with Jesus and mm. the end of the world. It's always to do with the apocalypse, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah, there's this, like there's one in Switzerland, it's quite a good one. Go the on, Aus- tell me. The Aus- the Switzerland one that was um, that they were called the Order of the Solar Temple in 1984. Joseph de Mambro and Luke Joret founded the Order of the Solar Temple or OST in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. It had a background in mythicism, and he based the teachings on the Knights Templar. They believed that Christ would return as the sun god king. Wow. However, it all began to unravel. In the early 90s, he ordered the brutal murder of one of the members' three-month-old infants because he believed the child was the Antichrist. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And later, Dimambo and Jure and other high-ranking members all participated in a mass suicide in Switzerland and Canada and France. And the remaining members continued to commit mass suicide throughout the 1990s. So that sounds like started in Switzerland but spread to Canada and France, didn't wow. it? Wow. There was one called The Family in Australia, which was based on a mix of Hinduism and Christianity by yoga teacher Anne Hamilton Byrne, New Age religion. Mm-hmm. The Family in Australia, um, members of the group were nurses and doctors who worked at the nearby psychiatric facility. Oh, for fuck's sake. It gets <laughs> they conducted experiments on patients using <gasps> LSD and recruited them into the family. Drugs. The group, the group believed and taught that Hamilton Byrne was the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. Wow. It's always to do, or at least these ones had some acid. Yeah. Take the sting out of it. Um, yeah, so you there you have it. You've patients, so fuck you. Pardon, what was that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Giving it to poor nutty patients, though. Yeah, I know. And they're recruiting them. Yeah. Jeez. Talk about taking the piss. My God. So, anyway, do you feel furry up to speed on the cults? Yes. Because I do. I do. Let's not do a cult for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you. We really hope you've enjoyed it. And thank you for listening. We know you could listen to any podcast on earth and we appreciate you listening to us. We do. Like and share. Like and share. Thank you so much and take care. Thanks. Bye.